There we have it. Hong Kong make history. Their first ever international test win. And what a game it was. Japan were fantastic. Hong Kong were fantastic. There's going to be a jolly good piss up tonight. I guarantee you that. Welcome to League 852. Uh, Jack Nielsen here with Jason Yip. Yeah. Just taking your passport, yeah, Jason yeah, Yip. I can confirm and his name is Jason Yip. And Ringo Long. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> this is what happens when Nev's not here and you have the other guys running the podcast. <laughs> We're here in Japan, boys. Just finished the uh, second uh, test match against uh, Japan. How are we feeling? Refreshed. We just had a little ride on the... Little ride? Ride. Sounds, ride. Right. sounds, sounds a bit more extreme than the, <laughs> it actually was. We just had a little go on the massage chairs next yeah. to Terminal 84 Yes. in Narita, Tokyo. So Highly shoulders shoulders are good. I was a bit too short for the calves, unfortunately. How are you, how are you guys feeling? It's actually quite tight through the calf, so it's yeah. it it probably a good thing. It's made me more tired. Yeah, it's made it's you more made tired. Me more tired. Well, I think your calves are a bit bigger than mine, Jack. So slightly, slightly. I feel that. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Jason, how are you feeling? I am really tired. I feel like the game has broken me a bit. The game. The game or the, or the after. The after well, match. Maybe. Well, I think my night was quite light compared to a couple of other lads. <laughs> Had quite an easy night, I'd say. Rumor had it that you you found a bed almost in every every establishment you went to. Uh, is, that, is that true? Uh, uh, sort of, maybe. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. What uh, goes on tour? I guess stays on tour. What do we think about some of the new boys that came over, like uh, Craig McCutch and Brock? Uh, How do you say Craig's last name? Craig McCurich. McCurich. McMurich. McMurich. Yeah, so what do you think of guys like him and, yeah. and some of the new boys? Yeah, he's fantastic. I mean, he's obviously played to a very high level uh, in Australia, holding cup, I think, and he plays in the um, the manly comps at the moment. Yeah, it was great having him. I mean, you just tell right from the start his leadership and the physicality. He was he, he was one of the guys who came in and really kind of lifted the team. I think in terms of the energy that mm. he brought. The direction that he bore is is really fantastic. <laughs> his uh, first impressions. Yeah, he's quite a great guy, right? <laughs> he, pro- he probably introduced himself to me about four or five times. <laughs> he, he went in to me for a uh, little sort of uh, handshake. I went, hey, bro, completely missed me, stumbled past me and went to the next person. <laughs> was, was that the point where you put your hand on my back? <laughs> yeah, I was fine. I was left embarrassed because I was left hanging, so I put my hand on your back and tried to style it out. Mate, the, uh, the body's all right, a bit sore, a little bit stiff. Uh, they were pretty, pretty good. They were pretty, pretty well drilled. They, they uh, hit hard in defence and um, they uh, passed the ball pretty good, so it was a real good match, mate, yeah. Oh, mate, the, the, to, to, to hold your level, yeah, there's a lot of boys coming from all over the world to play in this match and um, coming from the Forest Hill Fair, it's, it's a very tough physical comp and, and then coming over here, it's, it's the same kind of thing, mate. It's, um, it's a high standard and um, all the boys are, are great. And, uh, it's, it's been awesome, mate. Yeah, the, so the, the World Cup in September, I'll definitely be there. Hopefully uh, I get picked with the side. Um, but, um, yeah, because I'm, I'm local to Sydney, so I can just, I'll, yeah, definitely be excited for that one, mate, yeah. I prefer to play hooker, but mate, I'm just happy to play wherever the team wants me, mate. You know, fit in. If there's injuries or whatever, mate, I'll slide wherever where I have to go. Yeah. I think all of the new boys did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. How good was was that? Shvets, yeah. Was tackle machine, tackle machine as well. Pretty yeah. sure he topped the tackle. Well, you're probably yeah. you and him. Jason and Shvets, yeah. Top tacklers, definitely for sure. Gislain, he could he could definitely hit as well. Scored first try of the day, Gislain. First try, yeah. He did, yeah. Best yeah. touch of the ball. He did very well.
Yeah. Um, I think that's what they they all slotted in pretty well. Yeah, I think um, they provide a bit more strength, especially in the backs. Yeah. Um, the Tommy was useful at the back. Tommy well. was very good as well. He, he, very he good did scramble drop, defense. I don't think he dropped the ball, did he? No. No, I think him uh, the back three. I mean himself yeah. and even Elvin. I thought yeah. was was really solid. He made yeah. some really good breaks, a lot of scoops. Yeah, that sort of out a lot more. Yeah, when when we're working so hard in the uh, in the core in the back. Yeah. Those those uh, speed sets we were doing. That, yeah. The giveaway yeah, I move so names. Slow set. Well, I think we have this uh, guys like uh, Mike Dunn who came last uh, last training we had yeah. and sort of introduced some of those names. Or just yeah, again, yeah. that sort of experiences is I think really helped. So yeah. they're really quite useful. So. What do you think, Jack? You're in the thick of it up front. I didn't do too much, mate. I, you know, just unusual. Give away a few silly penalties and <laughs> drop the ball a few times. But um, jump on a few people. Uh, hurt yeah, a few people. I think you hurt a few people. <laughs> sure. I think I, the only guys I heard is for you, usually is my own teammates. So I think. Uh, <laughs> Das is not too happy with me, but I'll, he'll get over it. Quite nice to see Mungo getting a honorary cap as well for all the work that he's done. You spent a bit of time with Mungo. Do you want to say a few words about Mungo? Definitely. Um, fully deserved. Great guy. I mean, just on a personal note, he, um, he's fixed me up for the past seven months. Uh, seeing him every, every week. Uh, coming back from injury. I definitely owe a lot to that man. And having him in the camp um, as our physio definitely helped the other lads as well. He, with his experience, calmed them down, you know, strapped them up, told them what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing. For those who don't know, Mungo, uh, aka Tim McCosker, or maybe the other way around, I'm not sure what his real name is, but a very experienced physio, um, owns a business called ChoreoFit, but he's also HKRL board member, and he has done a fantastic job and invested a lot of personal time and volunteering time to come to uh, not only the international games but all the domestic games in the nines and so he's a really great guy to have around in the camp and yeah as you said preparing all the boys before the game getting the strapping right getting the exercises telling them what to eat etc is a big value big value add i think never made a fair point with uh with the calmness of the camp because everything was prepared for us as in neville you know made sure the timing schedule everything was was on point for us we didn't really have to worry um whereas actually on our home ground there was a lot of volunteering work i know um everyone you know each of the boys chipped in uh, put tents up and all of that back then whereas this time we, we, we like you said we had a lot of spare time went down had a bit of training had a bit of food chilled out a bit at the hotel you know had our own time and it was the general feeling was was a lot better yeah yeah big shout out to nev as well who not only, you know, uh, put a lot of work behind the scenes, but acted as team manager on the trip itself. And you're kind of right, like, in a way, being in a away game, yeah, it yeah. brought the boys a lot closer because all of a sudden we weren't just travelling together from home. We yeah. spent the evening together. We obviously woke up, had breakfast together, went to the ground together. I think that really helped with the team bonding. Yeah, just having people together. I mean, some of the lads from, well, you say Udo from, from the US, uh, the guys from Australia, um, never played before together before, and it was just good to have us. Even though, even though we haven't played together, it was just good to have them there with us, um, enjoying the meal, sitting down, having a laugh, um, telling each other, you know, our, our background stories, getting to know each other again. Um, great feeling. Uh, so, all right, well, that, a bit about, that's a bit about the prep and the lead-up. Uh, what about on the pitch itself with the national anthems? Um, it was a lot better than the last time. Um, I think we're more prepared again. You know, we had a few words. Um, 
about our previous game, what we could do better. And it's not just about the game itself. Sometimes it's just bringing us together. And that's what the National Anthem does. It's supposed to, to bring you together, um, start to build something for the country. And I think some of the lads actually put some effort into um, learning the lyrics. Uh, line of the words even whatever you want to call it <laughs> just like a Britney Spears song uh, I was surprised how much Richard Lindsay knew he stood next to me he was kind of I think he surprised himself about how much he knew he was kind of giggling away singing the song though like singing the anthem actually knowing the words and everyone sort of especially for the chi lai part everyone kind of got together and roared out a few words uh, that was pretty good I think especially considering that it was quite a wide ground quite open and the music wasn't too loud. It was, it was really good to hear the boys cut uh, the anthem out. Yeah. I, so I got leaders on to the game quite nicely. Quite a wide pitch. What are, I mean, what are your thoughts uh, on the game itself? I think we had a very strong start. Um, it was a wide pitch and they did play into it. But from the start, uh, we were so fired up. We Violent, did you say? Uh, fired up, sorry. Fired up. Fired up again. <laughs> fired up. <laughs> <laughs> my bad English. Was that the accent or the English? I don't know, it was just my hearing, but I, I guess there is a bit of violence involved. I mean, not aggressive violence, not intentional violence. It's rugby league. Yeah, rugby league violence. Rugby league. Um, it's good violence. Yeah. Controlled violence. Controlled violence. Um, it's a license to be violent on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we didn't do anything illegal, just to, just to clarify. We're not condoning uh, any, any violence uh, on the pitch or off the field. Ringo, you gave... A very emotional speech again. I was breaking up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was almost on the verge of tears. So I'm happy to admit that. As uh, yeah, as I stood next to you, I, I could feel that. <laughs> then you, I gave you a very good squeeze. I was like, keep up, keep them in, keep the tears in. <laughs> no, um, but from the first half, from the get-go, you know, we uh, we received the ball first, um, and um, straight off that, you know, we took the first hit up and bang, it was that set the tone. Um, we had hardly any penalties, drop balls from the first 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 half, um, and they had no no route to go to. They didn't have a plan B. Their plan A was to try hit us up, and we pushed them back in every tackle. It wasn't just a straight hit. We were forcing them backwards, and they didn't like it. Um, that was that was pretty much a sum up of the first half, right? So yeah, it's pretty classic rugby league story, I guess. Defense, hold them out, hit them back in attack. We just completed our sets and. Uh, I think yeah, Gus got a couple of really good kicks in behind and the bounce of the ball went his way and all of a sudden we were two tries to one up. Uh, Hogan got two in the first half, Gizane some nice neat hands by the pack actually down the right side for our first try. And then again, almost, you know, another, I think that was on our fifth tackle, the ball went out to Gizane uh, and every time we completed the set, I think we, we more or less scored off in the first half. So you're right, big defence in the middle and then completing our sets in attack and all of a sudden we were 26-4 ahead in uh, by half-time or 20, 24, 20 points to four ahead by half-time rather. Um, what, were you, what were your thoughts during half-time? Yeah, we definitely had the bounce of the ball in that first half. Um, Gus's try was a good example of that. Gus claims he planned it intentionally. Yeah, that's about right. Um, Jace, what did you think? What performance? You know, you, you could feel you could feel uh, the camp was, you know, all the players were fired up. They still wanted it. They didn't want to come off, definitely. I myself definitely didn't want to come off. We wanted to carry on to keep playing. I wanted halftime to be minutes, you know, over and back on the field again, ready to go. Yeah. 
I think we said at half time if we could get the first score, then that would be game over. Craig McMurray did get the first score. And then all of a sudden it wasn't game over. It was almost the opposite of what we were expecting. What happened uh, after that sort of first five minutes of the second half? Their coach must have said something very special. Uh, Fergie style, <laughs> Alex Ferguson style. They must have given him the hairdryer treatment because they came out fired up themselves, right? They they wanted the ball more, but they actually had the plan B. They knew that we were strong up, up front um, in the pack, down the middle, and... They started putting the ball wide and using their actually pitch advantage. Uh, every time the ball went wide, we just couldn't cope with it. And they scored try, what, three tries from that, yeah. I think, yeah. before we realised. And um, actually, that's uh, that's when Sweats came on in the centre, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, shored up a, a little bit, put a few big hits on the side. And uh, Hogan carried us over at the end again. Yeah, those Japanese boys would have lie down, you know, their captain Lachlan Greer made him fight. Their Aussie-based players, Wayne Itari, Mitsuo, plays for the West Brisbane Panthers, and also Kenshin, who plays for the American Brothers team. Um, I thought they were quite a fit too. Last year, Hong Kong started slow in Hong Kong. Today, Japan started slow in Japan. I look forward to this continuing. Give a quick shout-out to Mind Lab, they're a sponsor. Hong Kong, thanks for coming. Uh, both tough games, both close games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more than a few beers. That sort of 20 minute, I would, yeah, I think everyone in this squad was sort of thinking, oh, here we go, they're going to do what they, sorry, what we did to them last year and come storming back. And I think also we kind of did realise what they were doing, a couple of hit-ups and then a couple of out the back door plays on the third and fourth. But also it's quite hard to stop and react on that, on such a big field. We were just getting drawn in by a couple of hips in the middle and then, and then they went out wide and that, that was quite difficult to deal with at times. But, but you're right, it was a huge defensive effort because I don't know how many repeat defensive or successive defensive sets we had to do. But my God, it, we did a lot of defending in that second half. I thought there were, there were a few new guys for the Japanese uh, boys that were quite handy as well. The centre, the number three. John. John. I think his name was John. Was John. You mean Carlito? Carlito? Oh. <laughs> oh I might, you tell Am me. Am I making this up? Well, I, I believe he is actually part Puerto Rican, so... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're all talking we, about the same yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all talking about the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, when he, he introduced himself to me, I was I was already quite far down the line, so... A few Saki's in, were we? <laughs> a few, <laughs> few Saki's in, so... He could be called John or Carlito. Well, John Carlito, the Narcos, whatever. He was was very handy and uh, made some good breaks, and, and He's very good. Yeah, they just kept, kept coming, so... Yeah, they're very good at playing that uh, out the back door ball mm. and then they got it to the likes of John Carlito in the centres and then that's where they hurt is really outside on the wide very wide pitch very wide uh, pitch yeah. that's the point I think it was about 65-70 minutes in with about 10-15 minutes to go um, when there was three repeat sets on our line yeah. and we just couldn't get out yeah. but that's that's where big shout out to Jonesy you know um, part of the coaching team um, every training session, every trial came down, um, and he was just on the back line, showing, you know, telling us what to do, slow it down, play to our game, um, keep our heads on, yeah. and um, I think that changed the game a little bit, yeah. definitely. And as you say, right at the end, there we got one final set. Hogan managed to get over the the try line, gets hat trick, uh, and he's now forever to be known as Chief 
So if you do see him in Hong Kong, uh, please do not uh, call him Hogan. Call him by his proper title, Chief, 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 uh, repeatedly uh, with your arms pumping. That's that's a way to address him. What do we think of playing on grass for, for the first time? I'm in sure, if you can call that grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was very happy afterwards in the shower, expecting to have the usual burns. Yeah, oh, a few grazes. Yeah. Few grazes yeah. Just a few there. grazes. I was yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to the Astro back at home. But, but the Astro is a bit softer, don't you think? The grass yeah, was pretty solid. The scabs and the scars you get cuts yeah. you up and then in the showers. Yeah, I think that's one thing to be mindful of, whether you're playing on a grass pitch or astro to have just the grazes and mm. the potential for infections and stuff. And yeah. Just making sure you really rinse out because uh, those sorts of things can really put you out for a long time. We also caught up with um, Udo Wong, who flew all the way from Boston. Big flight. Big flight. And um, yeah, Udo's actually got a bit of a background um, in MMA and rugby, so... Um, Let's have a listen to his interview here. Yeah, so first of all, I'm actually from um, SoCal, uh, Southern California, so on the West Coast. I've actually just recently moved to the East Coast temporarily. Uh, rugby scene, so basically, you know, I'm in the um, you know the Boston area or the New England area where you've got a lot of private schools. And our team, okay, in, in Boston, Boston 13s, uh, I think we're, we're actually the national champions, I think back in 2014 or 13. I, I think it's actually more suitable for, you know, the American market because it's very similar to, to um, gridiron, uh, American football. So... Um, it's growing. It's growing. No, I can't say it's going to be bigger than the Red Sox or the Patriots, but uh, it's definitely growing, especially amongst the high school kids. You know, there's private school kids over there. Over there. So, um, yeah, definitely there's, there's potential. Um, got a lot of, uh, you know, young players, you know, young college, you know, collegiate level athletes who, um, who are actually interested in, in the sport, you know, and especially because, you know, it's an, it's an international sport. And, um, yeah, but obviously it'll, it'll take time before it reaches, you know, the, the same kind of popularity to other sports like, you know, maybe MMA, you know, another growing sport as well in the country. Yeah, so I actually did, uh, you know, a fair amount of wrestling when I was when I was a kid, when I was growing up in America on, on the West Coast. And then, um, you know, I, I actually played rugby when I, since I was five, um, when I was in Hong Kong, because my father was actually the chairman, the first Chinese, and maybe the only Chinese chairman of the Flying Cookeries. So, you know, back in the days in 1997, they, I guess they had to find a, you know, a Chinese speaking or, yeah, a Chinese chairman. So, you know, my dad, my father was selected and then that's kind of how I got into the, you know, the whole game of rugby. But when I left in 2001, um, rugby was not popular at all in the States. But, you know, I was, I was always, um, you know, a contact sport kind of kid. So I had to pick something similar. But at the same time, I was such a rugby oriented guy, you know, American football didn't really do the job. You know, I'm not, nothing against it, but I wasn't a huge fan of wearing all the padding and the helmets and stuff like that. So wrestling was like, you know, the next closest thing. And then when I moved to Australia, I kept wrestling. And in Australia, that's when I started to train with one of um, um, high and greatest black belts, uh, Mario Yokohama. Uh, he's actually doing great right now. He has, you know, many gyms uh, all over Australia and um, New Zealand. So that's when I started to train with a lot of his new black belts who just came from Brazil. Um, that's when I started to do a lot of jiu-jitsu and in incorporating different techniques from wrestling and rugby and, you know, the tackling of rugby and just kind of using that, you know, in my, in my ground game. I moved back to Hong Kong in 2012. It was, it was kind of tough to you know, to find a, you know, a gym that was convenient because I had a really, really, really tight schedule, you know, with, you know, from work and family and traveling because yeah, there was a lot of traveling involved in my job. Um, in 2011, I actually came fourth in the British Open for, um, yeah, jiu-jitsu back in UK. So I was actually doing my masters back then. You know, I came back to Hong Kong, you know, I played union and league uh, for those five years and recently just moving back to the States. Um, luckily, I met um, Kenny Florian's brother, 
uh, Keith Florian. So Professor Keith Florian, you know, I'm actually training under you know him. I'm training with his team at Florian Martial Arts in Boston, and uh, yeah, I know. So my training partner, in fact, um, shout out to uh, Trevor Good. He actually just won the welterweight championship uh, recently. So um, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely getting back into the whole grappling scene and MMA scene, and uh, yeah, hopefully get myself a fight maybe in December, probably in the 155 weight class, or you know, if not, maybe a catchweight at 165. So yeah, that's basically, you know, my background in MMA and how that kind of transitioned to rugby and then back into MMA. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's a great chance for emerging nations like Hong Kong and Japan or maybe Thailand and all these other countries, emerging nations, to kind of, you know, grow the sport in our country and develop new talents and, you know, one day play in the World Cup. I think this is the best opportunity, you know, presented in front of us and I'm very confident, actually. You know, I think I think I think Hong Kong has a very strong team, and um, there's still a lot of room. I mean, there's still a lot of um, you know room for for improvement. You know, we still have a lot of potential. Yeah, interesting interview there with Udo. He um, again, he's a few shout outs, a few some famous people there in the old uh, UFC. Uh, Jace, you do a bit of mixed martial arts, mate. How are you finding that's helping your uh, training and preparation on the field? I think definitely the uh, wrestling side of things comes into a bit of rugby league, you know, when you start wrestling with people, mm. you're on a pitch, trying to throw them around, um, how to move your body and use that weight um, mm. definitely comes into play. And I, I do suggest a lot of the lads actually try and go, go and try it out. Yeah, I think we'll try and include and incorporate that into our training leading up to the emerging nations because it'll be really, really quite helpful. Sounds good. What are you suffering? Are you, I've seen you. Throw a few, uh, few punches, I, a few, few shots. I, I, mean, I mainly my my contact experience mainly is leading with the shoulder and then complaining yeah. about the pain afterwards. Oh, I mean, that's about my sort of judo MMA wrestling experience. Well, Leave with the right shoulder. Uh, you definitely know the tackles, uh, useful tackles yesterday, man. So it all helps. A quick few thanks to the uh, different sponsors who actually made the the trip possible. Yeah, uh, thanks to Aimviva. Aimbeva are sponsoring us uh, for the travel insurance. Um, great partnership with Hong Kong Rugby League. Uh, the other one is Red Tip. Uh, Red Tip, uh, wine appreciation company. Uh, they've done a lot for us. Uh, I think there was a lot of wine appreciation going on last night, wasn't there? The wine, drinks, <laughs> sake, wine. Okay, wine. At one point, the sake bottle was empty, so I think we. Uh, Which bottle were you talking about? I think maybe the first. Uh, and so some of the Japanese boys I made sure also went on to appreciate some wine. So big thanks to Red Tip, Wine Appreciation app, I think, uh, which is we launching later this year. So one to watch out for. And um, also to Tsunami. Tsunami are kit suppliers. Um, done a great job, great fit. Yeah. Um, and the boys are loving it. I think, I think you had a great appreciation for, for part of the kit, didn't you? My, my my socks. Uh, I really like the socks. I think you know. I'm, well, I, I'm I'm quite you know. My game is based around being trying to well, trying to be fleet footed. I like to feel my feet, and the socks just fit like a pair of silk gloves. I've never actually worn silk gloves before, but I imagine that's what they feel like on my foot. So yeah, big thanks to big thanks to uh, Tsunami, and I think uh, all the boys are appreciating the athletic fit showing off um, some of the athletic bodies around. Or making them look athletic, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. So big thanks to Tsunami for the great kit. Uh, I think we're, they're available to, to buy as well. So if you reach out to us, if you like the look of it, 
it does, as Jason said, make you look athletic. So reach out to us on Facebook or WhatsApp or whatever channel it is, email at info at hongkongrugbyleague.com. Uh, we'll make sure we can get you a, uh, a Hong Kong Thunder jersey. Come on, man. That's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. He's talking about his king head. That's ridiculous. Boys, we've got the uh, second round of the Super League coming up uh, this weekend. What are our thoughts on the games coming up? Uh, I think Broncos Warriors. Broncos, Broncos Warriors. Yes, we got it. Broncos Bronco and the Warrior here. We do. Yeah, Warriors. So, what do you reckon, Jace? I mean, what do you? We played in that first game. What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts on the game for this week? Uh, I, I, it definitely depends on the team that's going to come out, right? Mm. I think both teams uh, lost quite a few players from that first round. Yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see. I know the Warriors um, have got a few new recruits um, looking quite handy. We've got a few bigger lads coming back as well. Um, I heard they were away for the first game. you got some boys from last year's champions. The last Tigers. Year's champions. This is a few yeah, Tigers yeah. boys that will supposedly be coming, so that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's, uh, how's Broncos getting on? Yeah, I think we, yeah, as you said, we lost a few boys <laughs> uh, last weekend. And uh, after the game, in Japan, we obviously had a few Broncos, so hopefully they're all uh, looking okay. Shvets, I think, has broken his nose a couple of times in the past couple of weeks, so I'm yes. not sure if he'll be winning out. But obviously, it'll be a I big mean, loss if he doesn't. If we exactly, if we have our, our full squad team out, then I think we would go all right. But again, it just depends on player availability and and uh, how many bodies we have. That's Will Molly thing. be making an appearance? Molly, uh, unfortunately, is has done his calf. Oh, no. So it, it's it's down to yeah we're down down another body there yeah. Um, but yeah I think again after this weekend as well I think for the boys who are playing in the game that'll definitely lift um, our game back for our club side because yesterday was a great experience and to win in that sort of occasion yeah. uh, very emotional occasion and hopefully the boys will carry that through to the domestic league and help bring maybe some of the other boys through as well. Mm. And what are our thoughts on the uh, Pacific Tour Storm game? Uh, both teams had pretty good wins in that first round. Yeah. Yeah, well, from what I've heard is uh, Storm have taken quite a hit from that game as well. So, really interesting. Just this is knocking boys just, down. Step right and centre. Someone's trying to make up for it. Just yeah. dropping like flies. But no, um, obviously Toa very strong. Yeah. Uh, they're the team to watch out for in this league. Um, big hitters in that, in that squad. But Toa def uh, sorry, Storm definitely have have uh, equal big hitters. They it will be a very, very interesting place. game. Yeah, Troy Rogers is Troy definitely Rogers. one to look He's yes. a very good halfback. And Hong Yip on the wing. Hong Yip is very quick. Yeah, I thought Speedster, he was yeah. one of the standout players in that first game. He, he definitely was. He definitely ripped us up. Potential about future Hong Kong international. He's yeah. one of those guys who just gives you a bit of spark. Mm. Just. Uh, Bit of unpredictability out wide, ability to beat players. Just pick up the ball and run. Yeah, that's it. Want. That's a beautiful, beautiful sight. Yeah, pick up the ball and run. And Hong, Hong actually played for the uh, Hong Kong Warriors team, right. which is uh, uh, basically a national team of local players mm. that get, get to represent Hong Kong and they played against teams like the Philippines mm. and in Malaysia. So again, we've got players of his sort of calibre, yeah. the guys that have, I guess played a bit of international, a slightly higher level yeah. of football, now coming to play as well. So what do we think? Do we think the, uh, the, uh, the Chief will get on the scorecard again? Chief. Chief? Chief. Hogan? Chief Hogan. Yeah. It's always a possibility, isn't it? He's, he's he a machine. A, he had a fantastic game he yesterday. Hat trick hero. Yep. Plenty of carries. Plenty Didn't of meters made. Didn't uh, want to give the ball. 
You don't want to give them all. He, 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 I think he's a bit of a confidence player, and his, his definitely confidence was high, very high yesterday. Sure, and when he switched on, that was it. There's no stopping him. Exactly. Yeah. So I think uh, Hogan will lead out his boys very well. Be a very, very good game to watch. I think. Definitely. And sort of looking ahead uh, further down the line to Battle of Origin, July mm. the seventh. July the seventh. That should be interesting. A bit of tag and a bit of uh, league as well. Um, will you be will you be having a run within the tag as well, Ringo? I'll be just playing in the league. Mm. I think so. Uh, I guess just to explain a little bit for the tag, we mm. have uh, a men's game and a women's game, and it's. For the league, we're going to have a game of nines for the men's and also a game of nines for the women's. For the women's, yeah. Um, coach, coach for the northern team again. Get your team, yeah. go 2-0. Um, I'm sure uh, Maddie and the, the southern team will, will try and level it. So maybe we can have a decider later in the year. Uh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah. raise it for the final. And they're really <laughs> I mean, the girls are definitely keen to play again. Um, yeah. And to, to have three hours, as uh, Nev said before, of, uh, of tag and league on the one night should be, should be really good. Fantastic spectacle. Make sure you come down to Kings Park and, and have a watch. It'd be a great day of tagging rugby league. Who are you be representing? Uh, my family are from Yunlong, so in the New Territory. So mm. I am going to be representing Yunlong in the New Territory. There you go, fellow New Territories. There, there you go. go. You can be on the same team. There you go. I'll, I'll probably be on the sideline drinking beer, watching. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, boys. Well, we're actually about to jump on our flight back to Hong Kong. So, uh, thanks for for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, boys, anything else you want to say to all our fans out there? Aligato. Love your league. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jason, <laughs> Jason Muir. Okay, Jason. Muir. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Hogan, how's it feel to Let's score you your first ever Hong Kong international hat trick? It's amazing, amazing. Thanks to the people in Hong Kong, thanks to the men above, everyone else, Hong Kong, we're bringing it home.